you're watching Forget Being Cool. Let me tell you something, Dave. Star Tropics is one of the best NES games that I had never heard of until recently. It's time for the button discussion. I a hundred percent agree with you, John. I do, like one hundred percent. I was so. Let me, let me tell you what my fear was before we get into the game. It gets hard pretty early on. Oh yeah, it does. And I, I was worried that that would turn you off completely. I, you know what? Here, I don't know what it is. There's some of these games we play. We boot them up. These NES games, and. You die and you go back to the beginning. You die, you go back to the beginning. You go, you die, you go back to the beginning. I complained about this when we got Game Pass when we talked about Shantae. I got to the part yeah. and I died and I went back and I kept doing this and I got annoyed. For whatever reason with this, even though I kept getting sent back and I kept having to learn how to do this, I felt like I was making progress the whole time. Now, I booted this game up, John. I booted it up, okay? And yeah. I get in there and I go, oh, God, what is this crappy, stupid game god why, why are we playing this and i'm just wandering around i'm like oh look at i need to talk to these people and they have nothing to say what am i doing and then you just eventually go into this room they're like yeah your uncle's missing go find your uncle you're like okay whatever and then you find this path underneath where your uncle has mysteriously gone and like something about this just go through another room beat these things, go on to the next one, go on to the next one, go on to the next room, like these small puzzles that aren't obviously difficult at first. They get harder. The enemies get harder to hit. Something about that was so amazingly wonderful and felt so refreshing for me <laughs> that I kept playing it. I, you know, I boot these games up. I go, I'm going to play for just a little bit so I can get an opinion. And then, yeah. I, and then I kept playing this. I just, I just kind of played it for a good solid two hours. So, so I originally booted it up when the um, I don't know, probably a few months after the NES Classic came out, right? And no idea what it was. I played it, and I actually put in quite a few hours back then. I got to a point, uh, a little bit of a spoiler. At some point, I believe you go into outer space. Okay. Um, and I got to the point where I was just dying, and I just could not get past this part, and that's where I kind of stopped. But I played it pretty far, and so I was pretty excited when I booted it back up this time. Now, I'm this time I'm actually playing it on my Switch. It is on the the Nintendo Online app. Um, I I booted which, it up on my NES Classic Edition because it's right here. So, uh, and it, and I know we always talk about like where's the best place to play this, and I don't know the right answer for that because here's. I think both have pros and cons, right? So so the NES Classic has that little bit of delay, which I think can hurt you in a game like this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on some of the faster enemies. Right. But I've been playing in handheld on the Switch, and it's very uncomfortable to use the D-pad, and I don't like using the thumbstick on the Switch, uh, on like the NES games, because the thumbstick... It you end up like accidentally going up when you mean to go right because there's that fine line between them and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, when I get to where I'm playing it like on the TV using my you know uh, uh, my SN30 Pro, it's gonna be a lot better experience, right? Um. Uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, it, oh, here's the thing though: is like the game itself is very much a Zelda game, 
right? I yeah. mean, you're effectively going into dungeons, solving, they're not really little, I don't really, I, wouldn't call yeah. them puzzles as much. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a little bit of, here's how the game works, this is how you get across these these jumps. And they're not, yeah. they're not puzzly, the way that Zelda is a puzzle, but there's a puzzle element. Yeah, so have you gotten into any of the rooms that go completely dark? I have not. Okay, so not too far into it. I'm not uh, okay, very, let's start with this. How, I'm not what's very... What's the last thing that happened? Did, did, you, did you save the, the dolphin? I, I think that is the last thing I did. Okay. So, so you saved... So not very far, I'm guessing. Okay, In so the directly after that, okay. right? So, so uh, chapter one is just going through the very first dungeon... Getting right. to the submarine. Chapter two is going across the submarine, saving the dolphin yes. and that other little town. And then chapter three is where I'm at right now. Okay, in this, not in this got, current playthrough. I've not got further than that. So in chapter three, there's these rooms that are dark. And in some of them, you have like the lights are on for a second, so you can see where things are, but then you have to memorize where they are. Because if you're wrong and you jump, you fall in the water and you're dead and it takes you back to the last save spot. Right. Um, then there's other ones where you have to watch the enemies and figure out – because so you have a uh, – your, your main weapon throughout this game is a yo-yo and it will go two spaces, right, which is as far as you can jump. So you wait for an enemy to get to that two-space spot and you kill it and then you know you can jump there. And sometimes you have to watch the enemy jump around to know where to jump after that. And so it, it does have some puzzle stuff in there like that that, that I think is really cool. Uh, have you gotten to any of the other weapons? No. Okay. So all, I, all I used was the yo-yo. So there's some other weapons you get, too. Uh, there's a baseball bat, which will cover, like, the, I want to say, like, three or four spaces. Like, the, like, hor- like uh, the horizontal, like, in front of you, like, from the left and the right, uh, in front and left and right of you? Uh, I think it, I could be wrong on exactly the, the the radius of it or whatever, but it's, like, the spot right in front of you, the one next to that, the one right beside you, the one beside that, and then the one... Um, uh, behind you, I think. I think that's like kind of like if you were to, to swing a bat, like basically where that would go. Yeah, okay, got it. But those are limited. Like you pick them up, you have 30 of them. You can pick up more. But if you die, you lose those. Oh. Right? There's also a slingshot that I haven't used. And there's some other weapon. I don't remember what it is now. That'll go uh, a distance. You can kind of shoot something from further away. Um, so that's that's cool. Like I like that element of it. And the weird thing is, is switching between the weapons like you have to pause the game, switch weapons, and then unpause it. That's how NES games work. Well, it, yeah, it only had the two buttons, it's, right? It's like, like it, switching switching Mega Man types and Mega Man. That's true. Yeah. So that was that was okay. Um, the story is ridiculous, but that's fine. Okay. I think graphically, it's it's actually one of the. It seems like it's one of the the NES games that actually holds up a little bit today. It's a little. It's not perfect by any stretch. I no. think. I think a lot of the games we have played held up much worse than this. Um, but I wouldn't say it holds up nearly as good as like Kirby's Adventure looks. Right. Well, you know, it's it's one of the things I think we probably talked about it before where the eight bit era uh, doesn't look great now. Right. Right. So like the sixteen bit era seemed to be like probably like the sweet spot for for Pic- old graphics because for pixel art. Essentially, yeah. 
Well, and and, and so like eight bit, most of it just looks bad and dated. Sixteen bit still kind of looks cool. Right. Uh, and then the sixty four bit, like uh, and what whatever was it? Was it thirty two or whatever the PlayStation was? Like the PlayStation in sixty four era, the look of it is fine, uh, but they were still getting that polygon thing down. Right. And it wasn't as good. And then they were also uh, having the issue with like controls and everything. So like the Super Nintendo is the sweet spot. But this one seems to be good. Like I, I'm, I'm not looking at the graphics. I'm like, oh, these are terrible. I'm and not. That's like, oh, here's fine. Yeah, I'm not being hindered by the age of the game here. Yes. Which uh, says a lot about the quality of this game. Yeah. I've never heard of it before the NES Classic. You know, I don't know if I had or not. It was definitely not one that, you know, if I were to name off Nintendo games, I would have come up with Star Tropics. And there's actually a Star Tropics 2. But I think that one might be like one of those like um, games that, that only a few copies are made, so it's kind of pricey. And nobody likes it. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Nobody, sing, nobody sings its praises like it has to come out again. Like we need it now. Yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm down if I can... You know, if I can make my way through this one, um, uh, whenever, so when I got my new computer, <laughs> so I got my new computer and I was moving a bunch of stuff over to my, my heart, like a external hard drive so that I could put it on the new computer for my old one. I moved like all my, my emulator stuff. So, uh, I still have like every single, you know, NES game on, em, you know, emulated all every single Super Nintendo game. On, all that stuff. Four, so maybe I'll play four, it at some point. On a four gigabyte flash drive. Every single yeah all yeah six, all, six, all six hundred whatever no no, no. it's more than that it's like seven hundred and fifty eight games that uh, one of which is still bubble bath some of those are not legitimate games John I'm happy no 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 it. all those ones are actual games are that came on like, cartridges aren't there like six hundred and sixty eight I feel like I watched that documentary and maybe I don't maybe I'd have, have to look Jap- at the thing maybe you have some Japanese games but to complete yeah, the definitely original, some of them are ones that didn't come out in the U.S. Yeah, to complete the uh, original NES U.S. line, there's like 668. There's that cool documentary that was on Netflix for a while where that guy goes and gets all the cartridges. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Star Trek, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it, it's got a lot of cool stuff about it. It, it, uh, it. It's one that I want to play all the way through. And I've made some decisions recently with getting the new computer and everything that I'm going to try to travel with just my computer and my switch and my like my retro game, you know, console thing. Right. So that means I, I would probably be putting more time into my switch games, more time into some of these NES, you know, classic type games and stuff like that. So I'm hoping I'll play through it. If I can play all the way through it and be super excited. I don't know if I'm going to get through these dark puzzles you speak of, but anyway, I quite enjoy this. This might be like my favorite, like hidden gem on this, on the NES classic. It could be. Yeah. Cause like all the other ones that we know are good. Like we've played them, we already know they're good. This, this is a surprise, wonderful piece of game. Anyway, this has been the button discussion with Dave Moore. That's me. That's Johnny Casino. He's at Johnny Casino. I'm at Tell You Dave. This is forget being cool. Thanks for watching the channel. If you like this, we put out videos about video games every Tuesday and Thursday. So subscribe, and we'll see you guys in another video. Bye. For more great discussions, hit that subscribe button or visit forgetbeingcool.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me check my text message. Get one from Andy.